Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Yo, guys, and welcome back to another week, another Wednesday, another episode of your favorite podcast, Get the Belt. Now, you know what time it is. Get the Belt is home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts, and it's presented to you every week by your boy, Miles. Ah. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Uh, last last week was such a dope conversation. Once again, um, I extend my love and my grace out to my homegirl, my sis, Naomi Ray, a.k.a. Studio Pixie. I hope you enjoyed, uh, our, you know, our conversation and, and lots of things that she had to say. And you went out and followed her and all of those nice things. Oh, it, it, 2020 really does seem to be you know, akin of 2021. Um, this year isn't exactly easier <laughs> than the last. Uh, if anything, you know, fucked up things are more familiar. But um, it's, definitely, it's definitely been another heavy week. So at one point I was feeling really quite tired and really quite drained. And I didn't really understand why. Um... And then I spoke to, you know, my good friend James and he was just like, listen, Miles, like we've just had this Meghan Markle stuff come out and it's going to be weighing, it's going to be weighing on you, like having the discussions and like taking that kind of information in and processing that and consuming that on our timelines and on the news and then having to see people um, almost fighting to say racism does exist after we've been fighting most of our lives for it. And then last summer had to like really go out and do extra battles um, with the, with the black lives matter movement following George Floyd's death. And, you know, we've been, we've been fighting, fighting, and then we've been really going to war and it's like, it's, it's still the, like the same fight and it's just, it's, it's tiring. And yeah, it definitely got to me. So I just want everyone uh, to make sure that you're, taking care of yourselves mentally physically and all those nice things whether you need to buy some designer whether you need to you know meditate whether you need to pray whether you need to have some sex or masturbate or cuss someone out whatever you need to do just do it for you and yeah take care of your clout um i need this week to be a quick episode okay i can't be here for no hour two hours okay i'm excited to be here hell no hell knows i am you know but 
I'm currently in the middle of a week. When I say I'm in the middle of a week, like, I am currently working. I'm used to working, like, a couple jobs here, but I'm working two jobs right now. One is an overnight job. I'm, like, on a little Zoom situation. Working from home, yeah, officially for the first time. <laughs> working from home. And, uh, yeah, it starts at midnight and finishes at 10 a.m. I managed to be like, yo, can you make me finish at 8? Because I've, I'm doing, actually, another gig from 8 a.m. in far on the other side of London from 8 a.m. till 4 and then I come home and typically I will quickly do a workout eat take my sleep pin tablets and get my rise in bed ideally by 7 seven thirty, and you know be up for half 11 to do it all over again it's it's mad it's mad but you know I'm I'm just trying to get just trying to get to money uh right about now Whilst, you know, I'm not able to perform in that. So I'm tired. I'm tired, guys. But I'm here because you guys deserve a show. And I want to I wanna talk. There's a few things that I do want to talk about and share with you guys as well. Um, One of those things being that I want all my listeners to take care of themselves. That's just one thing. That's just one thing. Um, But yeah, let's get into the show. If you're not following already, make sure you um follow or subscribe to the podcast. Uh, on your favorite podcast app and give us a follow on the socials when listening to this please 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 if if you're doing if you're listening to this through spotify do hit the share button you don't have to do print screening because that 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 is not the one it doesn't look cute on your story <laughs> and it also it helps the show way more when you share through the app because not only does it look cute and nice things on your story, but everyone that is then watching your story can actually just tap the picture uh, that it creates in your story and go directly to the episode. So not only does it look cute on your story, it also really, really helps, you know, bring people to directly to the show and like get these nice things as well and you know catch the word and get melanin and magnificence to hear who the fuck i get about to and all of them things there anyway let's get on with the show it is time for word of the week i'm gonna get straight into it this week's word of the week is season your food yeah. This week's word of the week, yeah, is season your food. Now, let me get into it. When I say, you know, your food, I'm not only talking about, you know, your chicken, your greens, you know, your vegetables or whatever. I'm not just talking about nutrition, you know, in that sense. I'm talking about the things that you that you that you devour or bring in or consume in your life, okay? Uh, ventures you go on. Relationships that you bring into your life. Relationship with yourself. Um, jobs you may undertake. Dreams that you d- follow. Um, everything in your everything that you decide to bring into your life and actively engage with, okay, and that's the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the trade, okay. Let that be known. Everything that you choose to actively engage with, I want you to see as food. Now, 
of course, there is some foods in our diet that, you know, they might be good for us, but we don't necessarily enjoy. But hell, it's a lot better when you season it. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah, Jesus. So what I am saying, what my suggestion is, is the same way you'll have things on your plate that you know might be good for your skin or for your sperm count or keep you tasting good or keep your eyes white or your eyesight good and just make you healthier in general. Sometimes it's not going to be your favorite thing to consume, but you season that shit good and it go it go on in easy. It goes on in easy. Now, we've talked a little bit about what uh, food can be. Now I want to talk about the seasoning. Now I'm not when I talk about the season, I'm not just talking about the Scotch bonnet. I'm not just talking about talking about the cumin, the cumin, sorry, or the Maggie cubes. I'm not just talking about the chili, the salt, the garlic, okay, the chives and the all of that. I'm talking about effort. Like seasoning essentially is effort to make things better. Now, you can go ahead and put things on a plate and just not put no seasoning on it, not put no effort into it, no love, no care. Like, that's why I really feel like we call, like, black people food, like, soul food, because, like, we put our love into it. And I believe that soul is just love and that all those kinds of energies. So that's why, like, when you go to your grandmama house and, like, your dad's house or your your, your bae's house or whoever, you'd be like, that the food just hit different because it's been made. It's soul food, generally speaking, and it's been made with love. Now... That will never bang like, you know, McCain oven chips and, you know, see, I'm really struggling to think of because I only really be eating cell food. So <laughs> hallelujah blessed. But like it doesn't bang like food that isn't seasoned, like unseasoned meat, like it's not good. And just like your boiled, you know, Toby Calvary kind of vegetables, like it don't go down. It's not nice things. Do you get it? So like if you have relationships, be it with family, be it with uh, friends, uh, loved ones, side pieces, yourself. If you don't season that, how is it going to be? If you are, uh, you know, applying for jobs and not, a se not seasoning that application, if you're going into the gym, they, I mean, they ain't open right now, but like if you're going out on your run, on your run yet and you ain't seasoning it you're not doing it with love with intent nothing is ever going to go down well so you're not going to enjoy it it's not going to be it's not going to be enjoyable and it's is you're not, yeah you're not just not going to enjoy it it's just not going to take you to that spot like when you when you eat that good seasoned food and you'd be like oh my god you'd be making noises after every bite ooh like like Mm, mm. You know, sometimes, mm. and sometimes it be the food, like I said, that you're not really into, but it be it be done right. Like someone could put something that you really hate. Like so I know some people hate like a mushroom or whatever, and they're like, oh, I can't, I can't. But then you be putting it with the white wine and the garlic and the, and the chili and and the, and them nice things there, and then all of a sudden, bam! Oh my God, these I don't normally like mushrooms, but oh, blah, 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 blah. you see now. Those relationships that you got in your life with yourself, with other people around you, things that you want to get done. I want you to take that same ideology of seasoning your food. And I want you to season through this week everything that you do. I want you to do it with love. I want you to consume it with, with love and with, with seasoning. I want you to approach it with love and affection, with care. Even if it, like I said, if even if it is something that you might struggle with, but you know, like, 
It's necessary. Still season that shit. Season it. Come seasoned and you too will then be seasoned. Oh my God. Yes. Sometimes I be tired and I just speak the, ooh. So that is this week's word of the week. Get the belt listeners. Season your food. Yes. Um, so like I said, I'm trying to keep this episode like, you know, real quick because me, I, I need to get at least four hours, at least four hours, please, Jesus, of sleep this week. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to do one little quick check in. I did say how we at the beginning, but I hope we're all good. I know, like I said at the beginning of this week's episode, that it's been a bit of a tough week, you know, especially here in the UK, not just following uh, the aftermath of the Meghan Markle interview and the things that has brought to the surface again um, in our day-to-day lives and, and, and around us. But unfortunately, um, there was a murder uh, of a young woman by the name of Sarah Everard, um, she went missing in Clapham, uh, or wh- whilst walking, I think it was between Clapham and Brixton to get home, and unfortunately was, um, abducted, I think that she was also raped, um, and ultimately murdered with her remains being found by the police, and it <laughs> provoking and invoking a heap of trauma, distress, fear, anxiety amongst the whole community, but especially for women. So it's been mad. It's been mad and very, it's been hard. Um, So my, my feeling and condolences go out to, to the family and to everyone in the UK, not just, not the women, yes, but also to, to, to the men as well, because there are men out there with, with, with daughters uh, who must be terrified as well. And yeah, my... It goes out to everyone. My heart really goes out to everyone here that is suffering from this, um, especially the ladies that, you know, do not feel safe at all. So, yeah, my my love is extended to everyone that is dealing with that. So I just want to make sure I get that in there this uh, week. Um, let's get on to the next part of the show, which is Melanin Magnificence. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know what I've always said on this show, I try to keep melanin magnificence for the underdogs, you know, for, you know, the people that aren't necessarily famous and billionaires, gazillionaires, ideally British and them things dare. But it just would not have been right for me to not come up on this mic here and give Beyonce her things. Like, my melanin magnificence this week goes out to the Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. For she, this week, made history in becoming the most awarded artist, singer, in the history of the Grammys, period, period, the most awarded. Okay, so I've been having this argument since I was maybe about 13 about why Beyonce is the best. And I could never really like, it was all down to at that time, though, I found it to be facts. It was down to, you know, personal taste. And it just it just really makes me feel great to to ultimately ultimately look at the facts and just say, well, okay, the most prestigious, be it they may be fucked up, we're all where the Grammy Awards can be a bit fucked up because they be racist, but let's she's she's black. <laughs> um I can just look at the facts now and be like, yo, okay, you're saying Rihanna's better, cool. You're saying so-and-so is better. You're saying that, 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 that. And that's no shade to the other girls, yeah. Love them. But ultimately, who's the most awarded? Who, who's been winning? Who is the best on paper, babes? Okay? Because I'm telling you, she can sing better. She can sing higher, lower. She, her runs are better. She's got more control. She's got more technique. She can give you power. She can give you soft. She can give you falsetto. She can also give you foghorn, like fucking Jennifer Hudson. She can, you know, give you a yodel. Like Cher, she can sing in Spanish, like Shakira. But then she can also come with the dance. She can also come with the performance, the lights, the camera, the ac the action, the fucking, the flames, the dancers, the, the, the dramatics, you know, like all of these things, like the, the raps, the raps, like she, everything. The live performances, like we love to see it. But you'll still say, oh no, but this, but this. Well now... Well, bruh, check, 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 check the internet then because she's the most awarded performer. And it is just amazing. It really is amazing to have seen her growth. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I sound like a proud dad. But no, it, I'm truly inspired by her every day. And I really, really, especially recently, like the past like four years, I feel like she's really um, inspired, you know, black people because she's been she's been in a place where she's had more power and felt more confident to just use her art and her her actions to get across how she feels, her stance on things, and I think it's beautiful. Uh, she enriches so many people's lives, makes people feel valued. She inspires. Oh my God, does she inspires? And she slays.
Okay. And that's on every single one of her Grammys that your fave could never. Um, so, yes, for being just a fucking badass bitch and a whole boss, a whole goddess for looking beautiful at the Grammys. Like just uh, even in a face mask, just killing it. Um, my melanin magnificence goes out to my baby girl, Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Wicked, right? Let's get into the shenanigans of this week. It's time for Miles Measures. Now, I don't know whether you've seen, but in the UK, the uh, TV channel ITV uh, to be blacklisting celebrities that have X-rated only fan accounts from appearing on their shows. Oh, now this was revealed on the Daily Star. Uh, and basically the channel is concerned with the rise of explicit subscription-based sites among reality stars, uh, with some producers even calling it a deal breaker in terms of casting. So you guys better, you better, you know, start either deleting your OnlyFans or you better just start, you know, work on just only really seasoning those things <laughs> In that department of your career, because if you want to make it on ITV, I don't even know what they've really got on ITV. I don't really watch TV too tough, but uh, that's crazy. I don't know whether I agree with it. Like, I don't think I do. I feel like if you're able to, you know, uh, establish an income from X-rated OnlyFans, but still bang as an actor or a producer or um, be a reality TV host uh, or TV um, actor if you can call it that, if you can do that and have it be, you know, played during the day and not X-rated, if you can differentiate those two talents, then I personally don't see why you should do it. And I can I can already hear the producers and that going, oh, but yeah, it just looks, it looks like this, it looks bad. And I am, I am sick and tired of how things look. I'm really one of those motherfuckers that are concerned with how things are. That's probably due to the fact that I've often got into trouble with where, how things have looked on my behalf, where I'm like, well, actually it's not been this or X, Y, and Z. So why, why am I getting chastised? Because it looks so. If it wasn't that, why are we here? Anyway, before I get triggered, yeah. I feel like if someone can, you know, if 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 my guy can come on TV and slay his role on his on his three PM show, what what anyone can watch, but then can be on on his OnlyFans, dropping content every week where he, he's slamming pussies or plummeting on dicks and swallowing everyone's childrens up, like. And making a coin from that too, then I don't see why we should be stopping people's bags. At the end of the day, if people are concerned um, with people having X-rated content online for a start, that's not your job to to mind where, what people are doing. Like after they watch what's on your channel. Also, if it is about kids and that, also once again, not your business what they're do like what they're engaging with engaging with outside of of that because it's not like it's not like they're promoting it on there if they then decide to watch i don't know an an actor an actress or a non-binary actor in a daytime tv show you know slaying the fuck out of their role playing a little virgin in a in a in a, in a christian or a catholic church we're gonna speak about them motherfuckers in a bit but anyway playing someone a nun or whatever 
and they're executing that role fine. But you know they've got they 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 um only fans that drops every Friday. If the little ten year old that is watching that 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 series or whatever the program is in the day, it is up to their ten year old self or their parents. Okay, when they're on their iPhone or their tablet or whatever device they're going on OnlyFans to do. For a start, how you even got a card? How you paying for that? How you even get in there? Like, it's not... I've, no. ITV? I don't agree with it. Maybe there's... I, but I don't have any ch children, to be fair. So maybe there are parents out there that are... That, maybe there are parents out there that are like, oh, yes, get these, you know, porn stars off the TV. But, mm, me, I don't mind, though. Like, as long as you're not doing that on TV, then I don't see why... You need to be going and looking to see if they've got if they pop in pussy or 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 or, or you know stroking they they nice piece on on the internet. I don't, but that's just me. In other news, um, Sam Smith was speaking out against uh, the Brit Awards. Um, he Sam Smith is a singer. Yeah, um, he spoke out. Oh, lies, artsy. Oh shit. Right, so Sam Smith, right, see, okay, I'm not really, like, big, 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 big fan and not heard about them for a long time, but I have to all, I'm going to leave this on the episode so we can, so we can all see this is a teachable moment, but basically, Sam, they changed the way that they um, identify as, as, or, or had they, or how they identify, that's right. And so they don't really fall into the best male or female singer categories, okay? Um, but yeah, basically Sam did this, I think it was last year, I can't remember. But since then, I've not really heard about them, so I fell into it and I called them a he and I take it back and I'm sorry. It is also really hard for my grammar, yeah, because I grew up 20, 20 like, not only like in, in not always in an English speaking country, but regardless, I was always had my English speaking parents around me and they would cuss me out. Like when I say cuss me out, like really aggressively, if I was to ever speak like out of like, like not grammatically correct. And I know sometimes I'd be going wayward, but it's, I've, I've rebelled, I've rebelled. But like something to not say he, the, and that like he or she, like for me, I find it really, really hard and it does not come from a place of malice. Are you dumb? If you know me, you know, I ride for the LGBTQ DL community and things of that nature like that is who i i be okay but it is hard just to speak like not even thinking about people's identity just in just in terms of my um habitual speaking habits okay it's hard for me where i've been trained to say he the okay, i can't even speak now but basically it's not coming from a place of malice but yeah uh sam has said that they don't think that it should be allowed anymore to you know have Best female and male categories because they are non-binary. Um, so it's like, how's it going to be now? So is we going to start having a best female, best non-binary and best male? Or are we just going to scrap the, 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 the how we... Like competing with people that identified the same as you. Like, I'm here for it. Have a category, girl or 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 boy or 
they listen again is how we speak in the community girl i've been around sam and he said girl so listen it's fine um but yeah like i'm all here for the inclusivity really am really am it does and we can't say it does not take a lot of work and is going to create a lot of change i'm here for the change I really am. No, I am here. But I just want to see what that looked like. I Like I said, I think it's going to be male, non-binary, and then female categories. So we already know awards. <laughs> this sounds so bad. But award shows are going to increase in time. It also will, will help, you know, the non-binds. Because I feel like there's not many, you know, nonnies out there. Like, in terms of in the performing industry to compete against. So... That could be interesting. Um, but yeah, how I wonder how it's going to play out. Like, hmm. I'm here for it. I think it should just be, yeah, I've come to the conclusion that we should have best male rapper, best non-binary rapper, and best female rapper. And at the end of the day, maybe that will just encourage more people that are non-binary to like see that on TV and go, oh, perfect. Like, of course you see it, you normalize it and it becomes norm, it. So glad to be a part of the journey. Yes, I'm all here for it. It's going to make the show longer, <laughs> but hopefully it will give more, more chance for more people to perform. How about that? Uh, chime in, let me know your thoughts. Um, what else has happened? So, Aretha, this I found very interesting. So, Aretha Franklin's granddaughter, uh, was on social media and all on the blogs and trending on Twitter due to her protesting and holding and conducting a protest regarding the new series Genius that had, uh, an episode about Aretha or a whole series, sorry. Uh, starring Cynthia Erivo, uh, about, yeah, uh, Aretha's, Aretha Franklin's life. And uh, the granddaughter spoke out and said, hey, guys, if you're in the city, it would mean so much to me and my family if you could come out and show support and support us this Saturday in protesting against the new Genius series coming out about my grandmother. Throughout this process, they had neglected to include my family, and we don't believe this series will be an honest reflection of who my grandmother was. We ask that you stand in solidarity with us and honour my grandmother's legacy. Hope to see you there. Thank you. Hashtag justice for the queen. Interesting. Very interesting. Now, obviously, I don't I don't know that it's going to be anything to do with Cynthia Arrivo playing the role. But it will not be the first time that our girl Cynthia has had a few um, Americans and African-Americans in general um, up in arms for playing one of theirs. Now, I'm not saying that that's the reason why baby girls out in these streets protesting in a pandemic. But I'm just saying it would not be the first time my girl has had people mad that this black British girl is playing an American. She does go on, however, to say, you know, almost they have not approached the family for whatever, whatever, whatever. I personally think they probably aren't getting a cut of the money. Or if they are, it's probably going to be very, very small. If they've not helped, they've not really included them. Maybe they've not included them on the payroll too. Hmm. 
But I do think the kind of woman that Aretha Franklin was very much, you know, part of, a lady, a part of the church, her held her family close to her heart. The family are going to know, you know, the things that will really bring this documentary to life. So I only think it's fair that the family have a big say in it. Um, whether it's about Cynthia, me, I don't know. But like I said, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Next in British, taking it back to British news. Um, I don't know whether you guys saw on, um, I can't remember what, I think it was Good Morning Britain. Um, there was a family that won a holiday or something. And then the mum, her name was Adaremi Adejokun, took off her wig and like sent, <laughs> sent the nation into a frenzy. <laughs> and just had us all smiling. And then she went back onto, went back onto um, Good Morning Britain again to be interviewed and to be like, oh my God, you took off your wig and right to 10. She had all of her daughters around. It was really cute. And, you know, she took off the one wig and then put on the other one. I just thought it was cute. I find, I find it funny. I found it very, very, very nice to have, you know, a black family on TV um, and on the news to ju just being, just being joyful, just being happy, just taking a moment to you know, win some nice things and just being them. It was, it was just refreshing to see that instead of it being, you know, and, you know, I love my girls. Um, shout out to the th to the three queens that we gave Melanin Magnificence to last week. Kalechi, uh, Gina and Dr. Shola. Um, but it was lovely to see, you know, some black women on TV not talking about traumatic things, not uh, discussing why racism exists and having to fight. It was also beautiful just to see some black women on TV just just smiling and just doing nice things, you know? And I'm here for more of that. I don't know whether you guys saw, actually. Uh, it was on Instagram. Uh, and uh, it was one of those blogging sites. And basically, it was just like, why do we only see black people on TV when it comes to talking about race? And I, I agree to a certain extent with that statement. Like, we do see a lot of black people online talking about it. But in the same time, I know that we are going to be mad if we only really see white people talking about race. You know, there was also a hashtag saying, like, you, you know, white people, you don't get to say what racism is. Like, leave that to us. And we can't also be mad that we're doing that. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I completely do get it. But, you know, I saw Beyonce on TV the other day winning a, a, a Grammy. <laughs> nuance, nuance. I think we just really need to learn when to pick our fight. Like, And like I said, today, uh, I'm here discussing just a black family winning some nice things, being in the papers and being on TV, just talking about how great it is and how she doesn't give a fuck that she threw off her straight short pixie cut wig and put on a fro on national tv and she's anti said if it made the world smile then boom i will do it again <laughs> so very 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 here for that what else is going on in the world today hmm i don't know which one to do forget the bell and I don't know which one. Okay. Right. So my hometown is Bristol. For those of you that don't know, I am originally from Bristol. And I've got to be honest. I, growing up in Bristol, 
I always knew racism was a thing. I was very much informed about it by my family, from my parents, told to be, you know, extremely careful. Many people in my family or friends of the family had either been like murdered or um, very <sighs> brutalized uh, due to the color of their skin and differences, be it uh, an attack that they were you know, that was directed at them or whether they went to like go and help someone out and then it turned on them. And I've also seen it directly happen to people in my family that I care about. So I never really saw Bristol as, oh my God, Bristol is racist as hell. But I knew it was very possible to have racism there because I'd seen it and experienced it. And heard about it, but it wasn't like I woke up every day and said, oh my God, this is the capital of racism. Because, you know, there were like, I was surrounded by black people there, like not just in my family. Yes, in my primary school, um, there were other black people, but I definitely was the only like, I think there was a, another black boy in my year. And then two mixed race girls, myself. Oh, and another mixed race boy. And then a couple Italians. <laughs> but yeah so like there wasn't loads and loads and loads until I went to my secondary school but that's another thing um like growing up I was always like we were the minority uh but Bristol is very much known for being a very very diverse like city which which it is uh and in the last year and a half following last summer with the Black Lives Matter movement and seeing how people took to that, especially in the UK, I was v extremely proud to see how my city, Bristol, responded and reacted. And in their protests, in the removing of statues and tossing that slave owner, uh, Edward, Co Edward, oh my God, Col not Coleslaw, oh my days, Edward, Handa BB, I forgot, Edward. <laughs> that's it edward colston uh they threw that statue and that actually went viral all around the world into the river they said now nah, we ain't we, we ain't doing that and it wasn't just black people it was the whites there as well which I, it, it was great to see and you know our fucking secret home secretary the little bitch got mad about that and recently is trying to make the law so that, you know, if you if you were to get rid of or duppy a fucking, you know, racist, colonizing ass statue, you will get more time in prison than you would if you were a rapist. But we ain't even talking about that right now. Um, sh um, yeah, I've been, I've been very proud to see uh, my, my city, you know, taking action to their own hands. Uh, the mayor is a black man. Um, quite a handsome one actually at that, but yeah, uh, his name is Marvin Rees. Um, they, him and the deputy mayor, Asher Craig, had recently passed a slave reparation plan, uh, that was passed on March the 2nd, which is thought to have incited many, 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 and when I say many, I mean over 400, over four thousand five hundred uh racist attacks and racist hate mails um all virtual attacks uh to him and two thousand also um to miss craig 
in less than a week of doing this, which is absolutely mild. Now, obviously, when they created this bill, or not this bill, sorry, but this this plan, this slave reparation plan, when they got that passed, it was to they wanted to then take it to Parliament. Obviously, the council. When it, when it got to Parliament, they said, no, it's divisive. Um, it's going to create too much, like, polarisms in society and confusion to this uh, to this already messed up world or whatever. This is some bullshit, but, like, I'm glad that it was a black man in Bristol that um, tried to get this done. But, yeah, following him doing that, him and Miss... Craig have received a load of racist hate which is just disgusting and once again proves like we've just got hateful people that that exist basically it's archaic ways of thinking it's the reason why we need these kind of these laws passed and these kind of things taken to parliament and also demonstrates and shows how much far we have to go yeah, as a nation and as a country. So my thoughts go out to him and her. Uh, I congratulate them both on even getting that far. You know, I think they they passed that um, plan with 47 to 12 votes, something along those lines. It's extremely high. I'm still surprised other people were there saying, oh, no, this doesn't sound like a good idea, but <laughs> we move. Um but yeah, I just, I wanted to share that with you guys because I think that, you know, it, it didn't get much press. Uh, it's only because I've got ties to Bristol that we find out these things. But, you know, it, it's it's crazy to think that a whole mayor would receive so much hate just for trying to create peace and to create, you know, a, uh, to create reparations and to create some kind of repair to like the, the onslaught of like thousands of people and the traumas and things that we still have on our shoulders in these in these times but yes um on a somewhat lighter note oh i really don't know who to give the belt to because i've got two more things i want to talk about one of them i'm going to give the belt to and the other we can just like do small small talk oh actually before i get there just a quick shout out uh salt bay is opening his restaurant in in um london um i can't remember the exact date when it is um okay in may in this may now okay the straights and the gays right that it is all going off obviously all the girls are here for it oh my god let me go there let me open up my mouth ah, ah, ah. put that meat in my mouth yes god and the gays well the verse and the bottoms are here for it and some of the tops okay oh i love you tops i like to suck a good dick yes <laughs> But, um, where was I? I got lost up when we started talking about the dick. <laughs> Ooh, this mic. <laughs> anyway, the, the, it's opening up in May. <laughs> and the straights are like, oh, man's gonna go, but like, don't be putting that meat near me. Me, I want to know why the fuck is you going, man? And why are you so pressed to have another... Nigga, it don't make you gay. To have a man put, you know, a, a, a medium rare piece of sirloin steak in your mouth, mate. Like, get a grip. Why 
Are you so pressed? To me, you're pressed because you want to get pressed by that man's piece. That's the only thing I can have. That's the only reason why you're going to be sweating in your seat when he puts his meat into your mouth. There's like, honestly, unless he was literally putting his meat, his stiff dick in your mouth, there's nothing gay about it. This man, this chef is famous for flinging salt the way he flings the salt. And putting food in motherfuckers' people in people's mouth. So you now come in and bring in sex. He wasn't bringing no sex into it. Why was you? You did that. Because it be on your mind. The homosexuality be on your mind. Is there. Okay. You're saying it's a hate for it. But me, I really, I think it's something else. But. Yeah, like I said, the majority of people, of normal people, are here for it. But the questionable straights, as I like to call them, you know, or the DLs, oh, are nah, fam, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Then why the fuck are you going? Like, why, why is that? Hmm? To me, it don't make no sense. I'm going. And when I say I'm opening up my throat wide to impress, listen, I'm very much single. Like I said, happy. And single, but I need to clock who's in that restaurant and who's watching when they see the way. Oh, I knocked the mic so they can really see how I can take my my steak. <laughs> Are you guys gonna go? I'm gonna go. I was already speaking to my brethren about. It. I'm actually really really excited. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. But uh, yes. Speaking, oh, am I going to give them the bell on you? No. Um, okay, no, 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 no. Speaking of sexuality, uh, the Catholic Church. Now, I was actually raised a Catholic, went to Catholic school. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I was, yeah. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is we with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, I pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I told you I'm Catholic, babe. I'll give you every any prayer you want. I was in my in my church. I went to Holy Cross Catholic School, okay? Roman Catholic at that. I knew the, the hymns. Gloria, Gloria. In excelsis Deo. Okay, I know the hymns. I know the hymns. Spirit. No, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, raised Catholic. Very much, um, very much had a, a, a faith and a connection to, to God. Very bored often though. Very bored in the church. Um, very bored. And it wasn't until I actually stepped away from Bristol and, you know, moved to London. I went to a Pentecostal church that I was at. Okay, yes. Uh, in my early teens, which is when I was like, okay, this is what, this feels a little bit more seasoned, okay? Like, it felt a bit more seasoned. Like, they was putting a little bit more love into it. Instead of reading out of a book with the, the, the white congregation that was just about living, really having to, like, lean up against the, the um, fucking, the fucking, what are they called? Not the chairs, but, like, the, oh, my God, they're, like, long and they're made of wood. The benches that really having to put both put both hands on them so they could even stand up like it was. Oh my god, it was real Prince Philip. Oh yeah, he came out of hospital. But yeah, anyway, um, very much raised a Catholic. Uh, transitioned into, um, 
Pentecostal Christian. Uh, that really is where I found the excitement for my relationship with God and my love. And then beyond that, you know, when my when I started to explore who I am as a human being, uh, as you know, as just an that is mortal of the earth like i started to discover more about me as a person me as a sexual being oh i like i likes to suck me a dick as well as like lick out a vagina like i could fall, fall in love with a man i can fall in love with a woman um also yes i was born into this christian family but you know my ancestors predominantly come from nigeria and we very much had our own religion before so like I, I delved into that and the spirituality of yoruba religions and things of those things so like my my faith and my connection to god or spirit or whatever it is is so nuanced it's so complicated i could never just sit here and go yes it's just this it's just that because i honestly f have feelings for <laughs> for like multiple different things and i do believe ultimately they are the same thing kind of but yeah that goes all to say that the Catholic Church this week put out a statement saying that they choose not to bless or allow same-sex marriages because it is a sin. And I'm not talking about the program that was on TV recently. They're saying they cannot do that because being gay or lesbian or whatever, not being straight, they're saying it's a choice. Now, I want to know. How the hell they can say that? Like, have you not had one conversation with a with a with a real batty boy? Cause I guarantee if the Pope was to really and truly spend a day or an hour with a real, you know, power bottom batty boy that loves off a Nicki Minaj and dressed the way he lit. I think he could see that there is nothing ch chosen about that. And it is literally just authentically who that boy or that non-binary is like there are some people that you can see you can tell when they was when, when you look back on their instagram or not their instagram necessarily but when you look back into their life or even when they tell you their lived experience i used to choose to be straight and hide that i was gay that was a choice that was the choice and often many people would see past that. You know, it would be people in the church bullying these these boys and saying, oh, you're gay though, but you're gay. Because they could see that they were choosing to be straight. And even then they couldn't win. You see where I'm going? But it's just like, yo, father, 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 father. Like, how can you say that it's a choice, my guy? Because in you saying it's a choice, you're telling me that you could now choose to be gay if you wanted to. And enjoy it. Is that what you're saying? Because if, if being gay is a choice, that means ultimately being, you know, straight is a choice. So if being straight is a choice and you enjoy it, then you could also be gay and enjoy it. How about that? Hmm? Does that make sense to you? No, it doesn't make sense to me either. It's not a choice. Same way you... Same way... People wake up, yeah, and they they, they they likes what they likes. Like, being vegan, yes, it's a choice. It's a choice. But liking dick, balls, men, women, non-binaries or whatever, like, who you fall in love with, you can't choose that. Otherwise, you wouldn't, we wouldn't have people out here being brokenhearted, falling for the wrong motherfuckers, okay? It's not a choice. It is not. 
It is a choice to live your authentic life. Okay? It's not a choice to be gay because if it was a choice, and, and I believe that, I believe deep down that the, the, the Catholic Church knows this. I honestly do. But ultimately, I feel like if the Catholic Church say to be gay is not a choice and that God made you like this, they're ultimately saying the book has got flaws in it. The book doesn't make sense because then if that is the case where it says, you know, God made you how God don't make no mistakes. But all of a sudden, if the book is saying that, you know, to be gay is a sin. All of a sudden now your God makes mistakes, hun. So we're going to have to revise a couple chapters. Okay, it, The whole religion then comes into question. So I think they cutting off their nose to, to spite their face. I feel like they're still being extremely close minded about it. It's also really funny that you can stretch out your long throats and your long necks to, to you know, fight for and protect these pedophiles that you got in your gowns administering the body and the blood of Christ in multiple ways. Two small boys and girls, but you can accept or bless or still are really trying to say that being gay is a choice and all of that. And you can't bless same-sex marriage, uh, especially be it when so many of the community are doing nothing but just trying to live their best lives and be and not hurt people where you're protect you're doing the most to protect people actually damaging it sounds like another institution that again is quite racist and um racist uh wouldn't be surprised if they're homophobic too but look at the royal family they were doing exactly that lying to protect you know what they liked and what made sense to them and what fit their story and their narrative but wouldn't tell the truth on megan and to me that's what the church are doing. They, you know, they're lying and um, making themselves dumb uh, to protect their own little narrative and not speaking the truth on the things. But I don't really give a fuck what any man, what especially what any white man wants to say to me who's, you know, in his late 80s or however old the Pope is, I don't even know. You don't know me. You don't know my truth. And only God can judge us, motherfucker, you know. And if as long as I ain't hurting no one and I am living my life and I'm living it truthfully and honestly and I can go to bed and say, you know what, I tried to make me happy and other people happy, then, then I'm living... Then God, the Yoruba gods... Jesus, Mary, whoever, the spirit is going to be happy with me. Okay? Because I ain't out here trying to cause anyone any harm. But yeah, that is it for this week's Miles Measures. Oh, that was real nice things. That was nice things. Speaking of nice things, remember you guys can go to uh, www.getthebeltpod.com or milesheart.com where you can purchase your own nice things hoodie. Yes, we love to see it. Or Melanin Magnificence hoodie. Uh, come in all different inclusive sizes. Uh, so yeah, go and get your life right now. Uh, it is now time for Get The Belt. Now, my belt is a real quick belt this week. Like I said, I'm keeping it short and snappy. Originally, I was going to have a conversation about this, but it really involves no conversation. Uh, there's nothing to discuss, quite frankly. So my belt this week goes out to our government yet again. So um, Dominic Rab was recently um, challenged on, I think it was again, Good Morning Britain, uh, 
because they decided that £2.6 million would be appropriate to invest into a new press room. You know, during this pandemic, when Boris and his wayward hairstyles and like the doctors and all of them people, they go and stand on the like wooden box and chat to us. Yeah. Well, that room that they've been using, they didn't think was enough made another press room to do that same thing that they've been doing precisely and spent 2.6 million on that room. Hmm. I never once, whilst you told me I'm not going to be able to go out to the club and get my picantes, yeah, and get me some ass and get me some dick and pick me up a cute little piece of trade at three o'clock in the morning in the club. I can't. When you told me on national TV that Selfridges and Harrods and Zara and Topman and them places there are going to close. When you told me that I can't go and get my massage anymore and that I couldn't go to the theatre and earn my check. I was not thinking Rah, the room that he is doing this in could really use with a lick of paint. <laughs> yeah, paint that we need about half a million pounds worth of paint. Mm -hmm. And that wood, yeah, that, that thing he's standing on, the thing that he's standing on, uh, that, yeah, that he's delivering me this message where my whole life is going to change and I could potentially, you know, you know, lose all of my earnings financially and uh, not have a social life and not be able to leave my house and be in a national lockdown. I actually don't think that's the kind of wood that he should be delivering this kind of message onto. Yep, yeah, no, 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 no. We need to allocate at least £250,000 on some new wood, prefer prefer preferably from Africa. Yeah, West Africa somewhere. Let's cut down some trees in Nigeria. I feel like we should, yeah, let's do that. Mm, yeah, mm, mm. Also, those screens on the back telling me that, you know, so many thousand people have died. I'm not really focused on how many deaths there were. No, not really bothered about that. But you're projecting that onto a screen. I feel like we need, you know, like a, a, a 5K. Maybe, is there a 6K? Let's get a 6K 3D TV that, you know, when you project those numbers on it, I might be able to see all of those people in that numbers. That, that's how cool the TV is. Like, then I can really, it can really hit home that message and how sincere it is. Yeah, I'm not really taking in on board how many people are actually dying. I'm just focused on the TV. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the 1% pay rise that were given the NHS staff that, you know, dealing with all of this bullshit. No, yeah, that's adequate. 1% is adequate. We need to spend another million on TVs for this press room. Yeah, because that's where the main focus is. Yeah. Yet you couldn't just do £30 on a haircut, Boris. All of the ministers that you've got around you... All of the all of the all of the people you got around you couldn't think. Oh, here's five, not even five pounds. Here's two pounds for to get a coin, to get a fucking comb. Sorry, to brush your hair. One percent, one percent on the NHS pay rise. This NHS that you've had us outside clapping like idiots for, when you then go and spend two. 0.6 million pounds on a press room when you already had one, my G. Are you okay? There are some things that I really need you to help me make, to, to, to help me understand. I don't understand that. Please, if anyone out there understands, let me know. Maybe I'm just really not getting it. But I definitely wasn't looking at the room thinking, rah, someone needs to take this to, you know, pimp my ride or something like that. Because 
this room isn't cutting it. Are you mad? The room is fucking fine. What? Like, what on earth? And when this fucking dickhead was on TV being questioned about it, again, could he answer the question? Nah. Nah. Dumb. £2.6 million on a room, on a press conference room, and it don't even look all of that. I could have done that for less value. Mate, I could have done that, but you don't want to feed kids. The, oh my God, see, I could go forever. You don't. You didn't want to feed children. You didn't want to keep up free school meals because of whatever fucking nonsense. But yet, the lick of paint, that blue paint that you've put in this room and the wood you've got under the, the shitty fucking flags that you've got up there, you thought, oh yeah, but 2.6 million quid we can spend in that. <laughs> Fuck off. Ooh, every Everyone that... That, particip that participated in painting that room. Everyone that had a hand in saying, yes, I think this is, yeah, that is a budget. That one room definitely needs 2.6 million in this global pandemic while we're still trying to get out of vaccine, while we're still testing the vaccine, while we are still trying to do testing centres, while we've still got children that are hungry, while we still don't have enough police on the streets to protect our women, while we still aren't giving our police officers enough training to like not even be racist on these streets. Let's spend 2.6 Six million on a press conference room. Yes. Yes. No. You motherfuckers that came to that conclusion and that are stupid enough to defend it and can't just be humble enough to say, yes, we fucked up. It's not fucking worth it. You all get the belts because you could have gone to B&Q. My G. Okay? Lord God. You man get the belts. Well... <laughs> I never know how to, like, come back from that. <laughs> Maybe I need to, like, reassess how I do this show. But, yes, <laughs> that is it for this week's episode of Get the Belt. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, I hope it was fun. I hope you learned. I hope I've inspired some conversation. Please do write into the show. i love to hear from you. Um, I've got an amazing guest on the show next week. She was going to be on today, but she's not. Um, I'll check uh, I'll post on these I'll, I will post on the social media so you can see who is actually on board next week um, but that is definitely it for me I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode uh, make sure you're subscribed make sure you like comment share all of the above share it to your social medias and them things there I've been Miles and you've been listening to the podcast that is the home of Melanie Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. You know, say, you've been listening to Get the Belt. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 